to the Strip Town Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they feel like rapture or damnation, from daydreaming to humor of the situation, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. I'll make him eggs in the morning. It's my co-host, Evan. Ding, 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 hey. ding. There's not a plane on the tarmac that will take my co-host away. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Saker. I will call in as many bomb threats as necessary <laughs> to shut that airport down. Yeah, because planes are full of vampires or something. Oh, are they? That's why you can't can't leave. No, because it's they can only come out at night. Why you you they call it a red eye? <laughs> it's blood. It's like the the update of the last voyage of Demeter, where Dracula's flying to America. That is fun. Did they actually do it? No, that's they uh, they're on a boat, right? Cowards. They did a I think Blood Red Sky on Netflix. They did, it was like a German movie with vampires on a plane. Okay, gotta get these vamps off this motherfucking plane. <laughs> what would be the most fun update for Voyage of the Demeter? Maybe a segue where they're traveling from like <laughs> one city to another on a segue. Um, I think like a uh, like. Dracula is separated into different parts and given to four to ten like Euro trip like American backpackers and like slowly has to make his way across and a then... reverse rat race. Yeah. Where, okay, got it. All right. And so like first person to get to fucking Boston wins ten thousand dollars. But they have to wait for all the other people to resurrect Dracula. No, they just want to get him there. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay, they okay, to, okay. They're still trying to get there. Like, that would so be a it only really... cost him it cost them only ten thousand dollars to get there. <laughs> that would be a super fun comedy. And he's just gonna kill the guy anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's like uh Castlevania. You need like the eyes of Dracula and the heart <laughs> of Dracula. Do 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 what song is that name? That song? Bloody Tears. Yeah, nicely done. Can you believe I was sitting on that the whole time? Our entire friendship, I have never <laughs> sung that, that song. That was really good. <laughs> How do you know Bloody Tears? Was it the Netflix show? Uh, no, I've played Castlevania. How do you know the title of the song? It's incredible. Because it's a great song and it's on my playlist. Wow, what? You listen to Bloody Tears regularly? I have like two versions of it. Is it an arrange or is it like the actual NES? No, it's a fucking arrangement. Okay. I want like musicians to play it, not a fucking chip tune. Oh, are you calling the musicians who created that not musicians? No, I'm I said I wanted musicians to play it. Oh. I don't think I don't consider the Nintendo Entertainment System a musician. Interesting. It has a audio output. Well no, you know a musician created the song. Correct. Just, I just want it to, to be also played by professional musicians. So do you consider no electronic artists play no playing songs? No, I very much do. <laughs> but the electronic artist is not the I, Nintendo Entertainment System. I love the game of trying to work you into a corner with your logic. <laughs> Again, the Nintendo Entertainment System is not an so, artist. So if someone like a chip a chipset, a chip tune guy came yeah. up and like did a, an arrangement of Bloody Tears, yeah, I fucking love that. Well, what do you think the original artist did? They programmed the song to be played on the NES. So the NES is their instrument. Fine, but it's a fucking un... <laughs> it's like that fucking Nathan Fielder sketch where he's trying to get the... Um, what's it? Fire detect... Smoke detector as an actual instrument. Oh, yeah, where it yeah. just beeps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um, I would rather listen to a bunch of professional musicians play it than an NES. Okay. That's now that's fair. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you. Do you see the trailer for that new Nathan Fielder show? I I can't handle him. Okay, he's I he's objectively great. He's uh he's poking at things that I really enjoy objectively, but yeah. just I can't sit there and like 
every muscle in my body tense, teeth grit, like, as he makes things more and more uncomfortable sure. for everyone around him. You're the person who introduced me to Nathan Fielder. Uh, me and my partner, who loves Nathan Fielder. Oh, really? Yeah. I, we watched uh, Nathan for You, which okay. I enjoyed most of. An absolute masterpiece And then he just went, show. he went, like, double down on the awkwardness and the uncomfortability in yes. his new shows. The which is the part I liked least about it, where oh. he just makes people feel uncomfortable. I love it. That's fine. Different strokes are different folks. And you also folks. like Tim and Eric. The difference is they're zany. Okay. They're in, like, it's it's insane what they're doing. Okay. And Nathan Fielder is just, like, he's towing the line of sanity enough okay. that, like, people still have to react to him like a human being. <laughs> okay. Whereas Tim it. and Eric, they're just like, you know, my head just split open and a little chicken came out. Boop, the slow freeze frame. Okay, like, got it. You know. Yeah, do they do, I guess Tim and Eric really don't do prank bits like Eric Andre on the street. They did a couple. They did a couple, but not very many. Like, they'd have, like, actors on, and you couldn't tell whether the actor was in on the bit or not. But, like, towards the end of the show, they had, like, if I remember, they had, like, what's his name? Bassist from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Dave Navarro. Oh. Not a bassist, the guitarist, yeah. Okay. And they had, like, William Dunn interview him. Oh, nice. So, yeah, he was not happy. But yeah, I don't mind. It. I don't mind celebrities getting taken down because they're you know celebrities. They're supposed to be on the screen. They're supposed to be punished. <laughs> is that their lot in life to <laughs> no. be punished? I do like that. I like that interpretation. No, I think celebrity is something you try and get. You try. You try for. You strive for without the understanding of what it actually entails. Sure, it's one of those like monkey's paw things. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, celebrity is like when all that you can see. Yeah, like when, when, when people cream, cream their, their jeans, jeans when they look at me. That's what I'm looking for in terms of celebrity. I, what a great bump, spike opening track. You bump spiked on my own side. <laughs> so I was talking to somebody about Brandon Good Ladies. I was at Con on the Cob last weekend, uh-huh. and I uh, not only was I playing there, but also Jeff Whitmere was playing there, who is one of the hosts of. Bare Naked ABCs with our friend Tracy. And so we had a little Bare Naked Ladies conversation. Oh, I bet that was fun. It was so fun. But that was fun. You guys just kicking back, having a couple green teas in the lounge. Life. Yeah. A couple was, boba teas. He was with his whole family. He oh. brought his whole family to COTC. Hmm. Is it a family con? My understanding is it's like a drunken <laughs> orgy. <laughs> that is. I mean, I think you could do it either way, right? I mean, you just have to like get out of the con suite by like 4 p.m. before the before <laughs> the vampires about, rise that's about yeah, when they happens. crawl their way out yes. of their fucking coffins that's about right yeah uh yeah and he and his family did it that way although what's weird is that he is a he, he's the weird owl of horror so he only does parodies about horror movies right okay well that's uh... <laughs> evan is rubbing his eyes so he writes songs he doesn't take but weird owl doesn't jump mediums though no, no, no. Neither. I mean, so he's, he's like not, the he's like the what the fuck is that Doctor Bizarro show or Doctor Demento? Doctor Demento of horror movies, where he would do parodies of specific things. Doctor Demento is just a, a DJ. He I just know, plays but like, the but like he would play the the satire songs. Sure, he's a filk. He's a filk guy. I don't know if Weird Al is an apt comparison. I he does parodies. That's the Weird Al part. Except all of his parodies are based on horror movies. He had a Final Destination song. He had a... But they're not songs from the movies that he's no. rewrite. Okay, no, 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 well no. then, I don't understand the Weird Al comparison. Uh, you're going par- to you're gonna have to drill down. Things. I will tell Jeff that you are upset with him. I'm not upset with him. I just don't understand it. I, he parodies songs. That's what Weird Al does. He doesn't parody songs. Yes, he He does. writes parody songs. He doesn't parody songs that are already extant. Yes, he does. He'll parody like a Taylor Swift song, except it'll be about Final Destination. Oh, that was the part I was missing. Got you. Okay, okay that's the piece. Of, there's the piece okay. of the puzzle that makes <laughs> everything slot into place. No, it is. It's okay. It's got like it. seven layers too deep. You're right. There's I, too much to understand there. I withdraw my criticism. Okay, Jeff. 
Was that his name? You got it. Okay. That was good. I'm surprised you retained that much information. <laughs> nice guy. Good guy. You know what? Not too complicated, Jeff. <laughs> In fact, spot on. You got it. Uh, a joy talking to him. We uh, we talked about our favorite BNL albums, and I said mine was E to E. I think it is. I don't know. I've changed a hundred times it, since. Your E to E beats out Maroon now for you. I don't know. For you. Mine has always you. been. Mine's always been fucking stunt. stunt. Yeah, I it's know. just the fucking gold standard of but you know what? albums. This one might do it. This one might be the new platinum <laughs> standard. <laughs> His head is about to split open, and a chicken. is I'm sitting come here like out. I'm watching a Nathan Fielder sketch. <laughs> Every muscle tense, my teeth gritted in like a smile. What's the middlest number you can think of? The middle. <laughs> That's a question my fucking kid would ask me. Uh-uh. It's the middlest number. And how would you answer it? I think a solid like five. Five uh, is like, because everything's like a one to ten, right? Yeah. Five's like five. Five's like a middle number. For some reason, seven popped into my head. Seven's a good middle number. You, I, you're I, generous, I, though. And I think it's because I feel like if, if it's a one to ten scale and you rate something or five, people are going to be like, ugh, that must be bad. When in reality, it's not bad. That is the median number, right? I mean, we do number. have like ratings creep. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I think a seven feels middle. Okay, like on a three to one to five stars, three is the three is the one you look at, right? Those are the reviews you read, the three star reviews. Yeah, yeah. Because four is going to be generous, but like, I loved this thing, but it had like this one issue I can't right, overlook. Right. And one and two is going to be like, I didn't get what I ordered. Yeah. I forgot how to put socks on. Okay. And like three is going to be like, well, okay, here's the benefits and drawbacks of sure. this. Yeah. And five is just going to be like uh, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, you know what? Can't Sometimes get enough of these Cheetos. I'll just look at a few fives and a few ones and determine what I think based on that. I don't know. Because that evens out to a three, right? I don't know if that's a good good strategy, but okay. I'll look at like a, I'll look at a five. I mean, because the fives are one of the ones that come up first. Here's so you can't not look at the fives. Yeah. We need to do a rating scale that's very confusing. We need to do like a Four to fourteen rating scale. A four well, to thirteen. We did the one where it was it was like four. It was like one to ten, with five being the highest and <laughs> four and six, three and seven being equal. It's like a it's like a it's like a sign. <laughs> it's a bell curve. A bell curve of, of, a, a rating of a rating scale. scale. Okay, got it. So I'd rate this either a three or a seven. <laughs> That's a, we did that. <laughs> I, oh, okay. I think we, 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 talked, we talked about it at one All point. Right, maybe we should uh, we should bring that back for this album. Oh boy, and you know what else? Speaking of this album, I do know what else. Beep, 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 beep. Bare Naked News. Do you have Bare Naked News? Uh, my Bare Naked News is Kevin Hearn's been doing a lot of posting on Facebook. That's my Bare Naked News, <laughs> which will be, by the time this episode comes out, like a month and a half in the past. He's been posting about... I don't know. I don't know. You want me to look it up? Do you want me to read you the latest Kevin Hearn news? I mean, okay. Okay. Is that what this Bare Naked News segment like, is now? Um, the sandwich at Marty's Delicatessen. Too flavorful. <laughs> I don't like how much mustard is on this sandwich. They, last time I ordered french fries here, I got 14, and this <laughs> time I only got 11, so I'm not sure what gives. Uh, they must do it by weight instead of count. I would do it by count. <laughs> He's recording something called Calm and Sense, uh, which is... You know, because he doesn't have enough time. It's his new album that he's putting out, apparently. Uh, oh, no, it came out in 2019. Oh, so this is a throwback picture. Okay, okay got it, got it, got it. All right. Uh, he's in Montreal supporting the Violent Femmes. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, what else is going on? M- M- Montreal, Montreal. Boy, he really enjoyed playing with the Violent Femmes. Um, that's about it. Boy, he posts a lot about the fucking Violent Femmes. And then heartbreaking news these days. I send love out to all those who are suffering and hurting. My heart aches for you and your families. Oh. Peace on earth. That's not how he talks. Heartbreaking news these days. <laughs> uh, it's um, 
Yeah, all right. And then, yeah, he's doing a lot of support. I'm playing a few songs with Don Kerr. Who the fuck is Don Kerr? It doesn't matter. Um, all right, that's my very good news. Ebo, beep, 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 beep. let's get into this song, shall we? Let's do it. The wait, song this just week? wait. Okay. Okay, let's get into this song. Okay, great. The song this week is called Just Wait. Oh, hey, wait. Can you just take five minutes? I love you. <laughs> Should we take five minutes in real time? I love you. I want to take your face off and wear like a mask. You know that I love you. I love you. I want to make your face into my new shoes, my dancing <laughs> shoes, my running shoes. I want to replace your teeth with my teeth. Oh, hey. I want to take out your nostrils. <laughs> Huh? I want to get you nostril gauges so they get bigger and bigger so I can fit my entire hand up. <laughs> I want to fist your nasal. I want to get up in your sinuses with my little fingies. Nasal fisting is a great name for a band. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I want to switch jaws. <laughs> I want to switch lower jaws with you, baby. I like most of his shit is switching things with people. <laughs> my teeth, your teeth, your face, my I'm shoes. I'm giving you a chew. <laughs> um, this week's song is called Just Wait. And if you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. Yesterday morning, the gitch piled on the floor. Ebo. Enough time. You know what I mean? If only we could wait, we would have enough time. You said it when you came in. This song is the song that just happened (laughs) two weeks ago, right? It's a slightly different take on it, it's but yes, just a it's a variation remix. on a theme. It's a variation on a theme. What the fuck? What the fuck is, is that all the bare naked lady boys are in their 50s and are meditating on their life and wanted to make a straightforward album about their lives and, you know, rewrite what you know. And all of them are thinking like, hey, you know, we've embraced fame and now I just wish we had more time with our families. But at the same time. And I'm getting tired of touring. I'm really tired <laughs> nice, of touring. Clearly. We've, we've heard before that they bring to the table, like, fucking 50 song concepts, 49 of which are Kev's, right? Yes. And then they, like, whittle it down. And they whittled it to both Enough Time and Just Wait. I feel like this resonates with them collectively and individually, this, they, this theme. They had to at least have the realization that, like, oh, this is the same song. I think that they thought... Here's what I here. Let me put myself in their headspace real quick. Do 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 do. Both these songs, I like them. My name's Ed Robertson. My name's Tyler Stewart. My name's my name's Kevin Hearn. My name's Jim. <laughs> oh my God. My name's Jim, and I'm a little gremlin. <laughs> Tyler and Ed, though, they're the same person. Yeah. My name's Ed. My name's my name's Ed. My name's Tyler. Hi, I'm Ed Robertson. Oh yeah, that's a good Ed voice. Okay, so um, they think, you know. Ed hears this song, he goes, yeah, exactly. Ty hears the song, goes, yeah, I want to spend more time with my daughters. I just wish we had enough time, says Kev, and then he goes and writes enough time. Oh, you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, because he said he had had that since like 2019 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what they th- I think what they think is these songs are musically different. Yeah. So if someone's just listening to the album to listen to the album, not a big deal. It's variations on the theme. Not a big deal. If some f- two fucking idiots... <laughs> are sitting down and spending an hour and a half dissecting both songs, that's the problem. And you know what? I bet that didn't even enter into their fucking considerations. <laughs> I guess not. But, I mean, with how much recording, mixing, fucking, like, everything that they do, like, you don't think that at some point they were like, you know, somebody's going to think about this? You thought it was just going to be, 
you thought this album was going to be breezy for everyone. Like this album was going to be. I don't think anyone listens to this album. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> like I think like it goes out to BNL fans. They listen to it and they're like, "Yeah, that was pretty good. This okay. is a fun song. Like it's musically interesting. Like I like the doo wop stuff." Okay. And uh, I, I like that they're still, you know, experimenting with different musical styles. Yeah. Now, stylistically, mm-hmm. wildly different yeah. song. Yeah. Stylistically, this is a... Uh, well, let's do the track by track real quick. All right. Uh, Jim says... First idea, last idea. <laughs> yeah. First idea, last idea. It's inspired by Jim's doo-wop history and the Persuasions album. Right. Right? Which is kind of cool. Um, what he's The thing that got me on the track by track was this was written for his daughter, not his partner. Yes. Which is very Yeah. Because I thought it was like a, you know, saying goodbye to his yeah. wife or something. Let's, or let's do a quickie. Just real quick, take five yep, minutes. Yep, yep. Let's fuck hard and fast, jackhammer style. God, I bet Jim's I like leave. a fucking jackrabbit. Do you think? I think he must be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he just sort of yeah. vibrates like yeah. the Flash. That's how he doesn't even enter straight on. Yeah. He like sits on top and then vibrates so it's like hard. That, it just what's goes what's in. that Mormon thing soaking where you're soaking. like, yeah, where he he just does that naturally, where he lays on the bed and then he just vibrates so fast the bed shakes. Oh, and you just kind of have to get onto it. I you thought like, he just he was inside her and then he got Ty to come in and jump on the bed so that they did a little shaking in there. I bet that happens on the bus the tour bus although i bet the tour bus beds don't have very good springs soaking soaking constantly you think that's what they're doing <laughs> on the tour bus or you think they're jumping on each other's you beds? know it okay <laughs> who are they soaking with anyone and any everyone old groupie <laughs> any old motherfucker gonna come on the bus um jim tells a sweet little story yeah about it he and his daughter both being late and him being shitty to her before a trip uh i don't think it was even shitty he just didn't like say goodbye well he didn't say goodbye and the last thing he said was like can't you be on time or oh, like yeah. something can't you, mean can't you be on time well, Which, I, mean, I, mean, I don't was, think I don't think asking someone if they yeah being frustrated by someone's inability to be yeah. time, I, that resonates with me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, having a lot of friends who are uh, not who time management isn't their forte and being like sometimes I try to look at like executive function as a superpower that I right. have like oh yeah I can plan you know I need to be there at noon it takes me a half hour to get there so I'm gonna leave like thirty or forty minutes early right that's the way to do it but you know that doesn't occur to everyone and I think also I mean I used to have that superpower but then I have a partner and I have a child and they are perhaps not always the most on time people. So you're a victim of circumstance. Yeah. I mean, it isn't it, it given my druthers, I would always appear five minutes earlier or, or within five minutes of the time that I'm supposed to be there. Sure, that makes sense. And I think like Jim's impulse is good. Like, Hey, take time to tell the people you love. Love that. But he's just going to make a lot of people late. This, well, yes, <laughs> this is a better, which song. is frustrating. This is a better song than enough time. Yes. I'm gonna just put it out unequivocally. There, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Is it still a? Did I like it? I'll. You'll find out, listeners. I, you know what? I was just looking at uh, 20 hours ago. Again, a month and a half for you, listeners. Uh, somebody on our Bare Naked Ladies, the Bare Naked Ladies subreddit, uh, posted in-flight track ranking. They Ooh. ranked the 14 tracks for in-flight. Right. Just wait was number one for them. <laughs> so this is as good as it gets. Do you want to know the scintillating conversation that happened? I bet nothing happened. No comments. No, yeah, no comments. absolutely none. Nobody gave a shit about this rando. Just wait. Just wait. Clint, I mean, my it. my favorite so far has been the Ed one from last week. Which was, what do we need? What do we need? Yeah, that's been my favorite. Because so- it reminded you of If I Had a Million Dollars. Kind of. I, okay. I think it was just a good song. Like, okay. it, was a, it was a solid, it was the most solid, so- the song I've enjoyed most on the album listening to. Huh, interesting. I would say for me right now, it's going to be hard to beat... I don't know one night i guess i don't know if you asked me what one night sounded like we go got ahead. a night we got a <laughs> night we love it so much that we gotta live it twice that's not it 
That's a different song. It's love and life. Yeah. Give uh, me the night. <laughs> I want to fight. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious if, if this is uh, the top for some people. Uh, boy, Jim also kind of looks a little bit skeletal yeah. in that track by track. He looks like he's a... He's he's having a rough time of it. He looks good from afar. Yeah, he's finally he's finally like the aging's finally kept catching up with him. Yeah, like like yeah. David Bowie in the hunger. Yep. The Asians are finally catching Aging, up. Aging. Uh. <laughs> uh yeah, it's it is nice to hear a Jimmy. It's nice to hear a Jimmy song, right? Fucking Kev on the track by track just says nothing. It's like everybody sings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's just a nothing, nothing. To be fair, it is something I didn't notice before that everyone is on this track and on it pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Right? Which is cool. I mean, that's a doo-wop thing, um, which we'll get we'll get to later. But um one thing I did like about the track was the specificity. Like he's very specific about what he wants and what he's doing. Yes, 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 yes. Uh yeah, and I think I, I wrote that in my notes. Yeah, so happy to hear a moment of specificity. This feels like an actual character in a situation with a tiny bit of depth like the eggs line in the bridge that's great so i want to make you eggs in the morning nice my favorite style (laughs) that's what i'll do I didn't even. I think won't about scramble that. my words. Not this time. You're gonna eat. If I'm making breakfast, you're gonna eat what I make. Yeah. How I like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I, how I show you I love you. <laughs> um, I don't know. I did. I felt like that was a very like Jim trying to be like his big brother Ed and being like, uh, "I'm gonna make you eggs. I'm not gonna scramble my words." Because <laughs> he's doing a bit of a pivot, but it's not really there. It's like too far removed yeah. from the actual word. Especially because everyone knows he's making eggs Benedict. Do you think that's his favorite style? That's that's his that's that's his favorite style. Eggs Benedict, eggs Benny, little Bennies. Oh, little Bennies. Little Bennies. Um, why do you think? Because they're confusing, or because he likes Arnold, Benedict Arnold, <laughs> the Benedict. traitor. Well, not a traitor to the Canadians. Well, just Americans. <laughs> if you remember, Canada stayed a British Commonwealth. Well, of course until I recently. do. I remember it quite well. <laughs> the fuck. So Benedict Arnold was actually should be a hero among the Canadians. Okay, great. Benedict Arnold, for our foreign listener, Matthias, is a <laughs> American uh, command military commander who went sided with the British in the Revolutionary War. And Great. We, Great. Everyone, Very helpful. Everyone hates him, even though, you know, he was just doing what he was sworn to do. Hey, Not uh, that big of a deal. I mean, let's talk about the lyrics of this song. The, can, can the last time might be the last. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's, I mean, of course, it's realistic. Every yeah. time might be the last. But I mean, as you, as you hit into your, like, late middle age or middle middle age, uh, you know, I think that you're, oh, you become aware, more aware of your own mortality. Yeah. Okay. Like you yesterday, I was fucking, I had, I had a beer with lunch and, like, it fucked my stomach up all day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm aware of my own mortality now. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So I guess, but doesn't that, that's a hard way to live your life. It's just like every time, like if you leave today, I'm going to just like take your hand and be like, but I love you. I just want you to know. I think that, yes, I don't think you're wrong. Okay. I think if you live, if, if that's what you, if that's your takeaway, yes, <laughs> that like okay. every time is going to be the last, but like just, a, just a, like a background awareness that like, Hey, you know, you may not have another chance with this person. Yeah. Try and try and try and enjoy them and try and be, gr- try and be gracious to that's, them. That's true. Yeah. If we're still doing this podcast in 40 years, um, it is going to be hard every time you leave. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, because I could never come back. Yeah. Man, fuck. Am I going to make it to my 80s? Probably not. You don't think so? I'll have a bad life, man. 
Me too. I think that like looming environmental collapse is going to get both of us anyway. Really? Like, oh yeah. I think and our families and children. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh oh. I think we're done. You think we're the last generation of I, humans? I think we're fucked. I think Jesus. we're straight fucked by the environment. You don't think technology is reaching a point now where we can just make environment however we want it to be? Uh, I don't. I'm not, if so, I'm not seeing it. Okay. Well, it's working on in secret. I don't know. All right. I'm just trying to make you feel good. The last time might be the last. I but... genuinely appreciate that. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Um, somebody in our Discord, let me get the actual name of the person, noted oh, Piscord. That... Oh, my God. That is so funny, dude. What if people posted their piss on our Discord? Wouldn't that be fun? No. If you're on our Discord, go ahead and post pictures of your no, piss. No, do not do Thomas that. Bird, he hey, says, Thomas Bird. Hey, Thomas. Not sure if you've gotten to just wait yet, but one of the lyrics bugs me. What's the use of medals and trophies and pictures of us in the past? He says, literally every picture de facto <laughs> is a picture of you in the past. That's how pictures work, right? Uh, except for the one picture in Back to the Future where Marty McFly and his family. Oh, shit. <laughs> he just starts true. disappearing. I mean, yeah, if you go back. <laughs> Sorry. I'm this just being is an your asshole. cousin, Marvin Robertson. <laughs> I got a sound you might want to hear. Feels just like I'm falling for, <laughs> for the, the first time. time. Oh, it'd be great if Marty McFly. They need to do a new Back to the Future. A where Canadian they go back version. To 1990 instead of 1980, and they play one week. And, or 1950, excuse they me. They play one week for um, McGee. That would be good. <laughs> it's your cousin, McGee G. Robertson. <laughs> wait, because, yeah, so wait. When they made it in 1980, they went back to the 50s. So if they made it now, they would go back to the 90s. Yeah. That's weird to think about. Yeah. Okay. You know. <laughs> it's like one of those fucking posts that like all my fucking high school friends are posting. Like, 1997 was 27 years ago. <laughs> like, okay, fuck off, dude. Who cares? We're old. Did you know that when the first Mario Brothers came out, and now, almost the exact middle point right now, is Super Mario Sunshine. Like, the to the day. To the day. Did you know that Super Mario Brothers, the original, is closer to the pyramids than Cleopatra was? Jesus Christ. Wow, that's huge. Did the pyramids you know are closer to the dinosaurs. <laughs> that Super Mario Brothers okay. is closer to the time of Jesus than we are right now. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, unless you believe, like, the Seventh-day Adventist and Jesus is returning, like, presently. That's true. Because we could we could be closer to the time of Jesus. We just don't know when he's going to show we up We could yet. also be closer to the pyramids and Cleopatra because time could loop at any point. <sighs> we could be real close now. Digging through the Tower of Babel. I get it. Uh, some sort of Ted Chang exit story. mundi situation could yeah. cause a, a time skip any time now. And then we just go back and try and do better. We're also viewing time as sort of a linear progression. So yeah, what if you like got to, you're born, you get or every like so time time resets. No okay. one really remembers what happened before, uh -huh. but they know they've lived it before and they know they fucked it up. Uh -huh. So you just have that you're just born with the knowledge that whatever you did last time didn't work. Uh huh. Yeah, but you don't know what's the right. But you don't know what. The, yeah. One one. Do you think everything would turn out exactly the same? I think so. <laughs> okay. One of the biggest swings I ever made in a role playing game is uh, I was playing an immortal character and. Uh, we, I was being implicated for something and needed proof that I didn't do it. And I was like, okay, just let me languish in jail. And I was like, okay, DM, now I'm going to wait for the universe to loop completely around. And this time I'm going to set a camera up where the crime happened before it happened. And he let me do it. It fucking ruled. What a horrible thing. To do. <laughs> 
It was like uh, we were playing a like um, a LARP game where we were like a galactic senate or something. And one of the problems was, you know, some pro- like meteors hurtling towards our senate building or something like that. And we couldn't figure out a way to solve it. So what we did was we built a like dimension jumping machine <laughs> to find out a dimension where we had solved it, but were militarily weaker than us. And we just invaded the other dimension. <laughs> that took is it over. true Rick and Morty shit, It was like bro. 20 years before Rick and Morty, man. I don't uh, know. Or was it? Is or, time oh. linear? All right. Uh, um, let's see. What? Uh, All so- we know is we don't have enough of it. Brother, we gotta get more time. Men and whips, fabble bit is with you. Fab, <laughs> uh, it's a prom song. I mean, I feel like every doo-wop song sounds like a prom song to me. Yeah, and I'm I'm a fan of doo-wop. Like like the platters, the persuasions. I enjoy that. There's some some of those songs on my mix. Um, the chanterelles. Uh, who else? I'm trying to think. Five satins. Yeah. Does does the wop and doo-wop come from the Italian slur? <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to comment on that. <laughs> Because we can talk, I can talk to you about that off mic. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. I'm sorry. Am I gonna get in trouble? Am I gonna get canceled? <laughs> mm. Well, your partner is what, your partner in the house. What is the last time you've is heard- your partner Mario Mario in the house? <laughs> what is the last time you've heard that word as a slur? Is 1955? Yeah, I think that like I don't know. Italians have become de facto quote unquote white, and like oh yeah, yeah, like for for decades yeah and so there are still there's still people who came up under like italian racism like where you know italians and catholics were and they still carry that baggage sure but i think they're in their like 60s right sure like my parents generation sure. 60s and 70s still still carry that baggage but like now you know i, I can't speak of this i'm not italian so can you give me like some insight do you feel any- i've never heard that word in my life <laughs> aside from history books so no i think it's safe i think okay. at this point i think if a so I can say it. you're giving me you're giving oh, me. Oh, I'm giving you full. I'm giving you a W pass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, after after I, it's okay. Point. I have a lot of Italian friends, like an absurd <laughs> amount of Italian friends. Most of my friends are Italians. Once, once a slur has not been used for long enough, I think we should be able to use it in the vernacular. You just. should uh, you should reappropriate it. What's an old slur? <laughs> What's <laughs> an old slur? <laughs> what a nightmare like, this podcast I don't know. is. Like Mick. Oh sure, yeah. like McG. Like Mick. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay. Um, That's an old slur. <laughs> Let's go back to the time of Sumerians and see what they called be, the Babylonians. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you crescent fucker. That's <laughs> yeah. uh, way before Islam. I, I don't know. Oh, I was thinking... Oh, you're talking brutal, about the Frital Crescent. crescent. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Islam. No. Um, love the snaps throughout the song. I, I wrote down Saker's going to love those snaps. Love them. Snaps that turn into claps. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. It's great. Um, as I was reading the lyrics of this song, I was like, these lyrics kind of look like shit before I listen to the song. Mm-hmm. But I think that the song becomes more than the sum of its parts. Yeah. And I mean, he's it's it's a it's a meditation, right? It's a meditation on sort of mature love. Uh, not mature as in like everyone is has become more mentally sound, but like love that has been around for a while. Like yes. a, ma- a mature tree. Yeah. Is I'm referring. Like so, you know, a relationship that's lasted long enough to become sure. sort of understood and understated. Sure. And taking a second to recognize that you know, we've become comfortable with each other, but at the same time, like, we have to recognize our love. We can't just let it become passe, right? Yes. Yeah. I gotta well, make you eggs. Which is interesting, because I feel like there's, that same sentiment is in both mature relationships, but also it's got a lot of NRE, right? It's got a lot of new relationship energy, where you don't want to leave the, you want five more minutes, right? Um, I don't know, because you're I think not- so. I think... Yeah, I mean, I can see that. Like, I don't know. I f- it felt it felt more mature uh, because in a new relationship, you're not 
you're still kind of like addicted to the person. Yeah. Like your your serotonin is still firing on all cylinders, right. and you know you're you're you just want to spend more time with them. So I think that that's that doesn't come up for me at least in it. Thinking back on the new new times I've been in relationships, uh-huh. like you know you you. Yeah, you do want five more minutes, but right. it's not it's not a struggle to find those five minutes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean it depends. It, on a personal level. On a personal level, right. sure. Both okay. you and your partner and your, you know, new relationship sure. person. Sure. sure. Or persons. Um Yeah. I uh I don't know. I feel like this is just every song has been just like a seven point one, right? <laughs> like if seven is our average, they've been all fine for the most part i don't think there's been a bad song so far Mm -hmm. this album is truly what exactly what we were scared of which is it's not bad enough to be fun (laughs) and it's not good enough to be it's not over yet baby you're right we can really have some fun remember the tower come see my tower brother maybe even next week oh god what if remember the tower is about like 9 11 but from a canadian perspective where they're like our tower is still standing. Maybe you guys Jesus. should like chill your role and not like right. fuck with people in the Middle East. I mean, no one's terrorist us. Well, it is see the tower, not remember the tower. See, I know, but like see the tower, remember the tower. Oh, sure. Be the tower. See the tower, be the tower. See the tower, say the tower. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Um, uh, I I don't know. There, but this one has some great horns. I feel like the horns elevate yep, it too. I wrote horns, baby, yeah. with two exclamation points. Maybe you'd love those. I also wrote, is this song over yet? Because it's like a three three minute thirty song, but it doesn't it wasn't musically interesting enough to keep me because it's just the same thing looped twice. Sure. Feels a little long. Yeah, and so I mean again That bridge broke it up a little bit. I suppose like uh I think what really struck me was I really appreciate the swing like that Jim took uh-huh. and his background and whatnot. He's a consummate musician. Mm-hmm. Consummate bass bassist bassist. Sure. Bass, bass pro shop. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm sure he plays a bunch of other instruments. And his voice is good. But it's not great. And I think to like pull off like a doo op lead, you need to have a fucking great voice. Yeah. And the doo ops the doo are good. The harms, perfect. Harms are solid. But you just need like to carry it, to carry the song, to carry a doo op song, you need to like you need your voice needs to be like a clarified butter. Just sure. like smooth sure. and salty. Sure. Yeah. And he doesn't have that. Yeah, I and would so agree. that that was a di- that was like a dissonance for me. Yeah, I would agree. But again, fuck, just get the persuasions to sing it. It's fine. Man, if the why has there never been a featuring on a Bernie Good Ladies album? There has. Wait, wh- Kevin what? Griffin comes on sometimes. He's not actually on hey, as well. a singer, but isn't uh, every subway car had some woman on it, right? Featuring some woman. I don't know. I can't keep them straight. <laughs> There's so many of them these days. Probably Paula Poundstone. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Bernie Ladies featuring Paula, <laughs> Paula Poundstone. Stone. She could just give like little bon mots between uh, each line. Oh, we had so much fun with Paula Poundstone. Oh, I miss her. Maybe I should try to get her on the pod. What do you think? Fav- <laughs> Paula Poundstone and David Sedaris. Let's get them all. Oh Let's my round God. them all. All those humorists. That would be so good. All those people who tell like stories that verge on amusing <laughs> like yeah, okay. they're like glance the humorist uh-huh. you know they're like highbrow comedian. they're not comedians right because right. they don't i think paul poundstone considers herself a comedian she's considers herself a humorist okay okay should i go to paulpoundstone.com <laughs> no thanks um I'll tell you what i don't like about this song uh-huh. in the very last line the way they go for real yep for real <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate that yup. It upsets me. <laughs> I don't know why. You're just Something picking at nits now. Oh, I am. I'm nitpicking. But yeah, I don't know, man. The song sounded like a sitcom intro to me. Yeah, I mean, time can make love fade away. Like that's a that's a fair assertion. But I think that time can also change love. Yeah, so yeah. So I think what he's I don't know. You just have to be. I don't know. Every relationship's different. I don't know if I can comment on that. But uh, in my relationship, you know, I can. I, my partner, I've been together for. 16 17 years at this sure. point so i mean i can i think we have a maturish relationship you know on those we we still celebrate on the dance floor where they're like everyone who's been there five years get off the fucking floor you pieces of shit how dare you be on this floor get the fuck out of here everyone who's been here 10 years go suck your own dick you fucking pieces of shit nobody wants you here why'd you even come and then then they get into the good relationships. <laughs> oh, 15? Oh, you oh, guys fucking take ass. You know what? Here, take $5 out of my wallet. You deserve it. Like, that's a good DJ. Yeah, good-ass wedding DJ. 20 years? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We should be celebrating you. Hey, bride and groom, fuck off. Nobody wants you here. 20 years? Can you believe that? Here's a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> Strange I want you to come to my house. I'm going to make you lunch. Oh, it's so good. I'm going to make you the I have, best. I have the best banh mi recipe. You're going to love it. It's kind of deconstructed, but I've been working on it for a while. Deconstructed banh mi on a PS5. If you hit 20 years. What a great wedding. The PS5 anniversary. <laughs> the PS5 anniversary. Um, oh, what if they were like... There's like a PS3 anniversary where you just get a like a, 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 fucking <laughs> a, a refurbished PS3. Yeah, it smells like smoke a little bit. PS, PlayStation paid like the uh, you know the the global the, the global marriage council <laughs> to get like the 17 be the PS3 sure, anniversary. Sure. Well, yeah, they they the paid, Sega Dreamcast anniversary. <laughs> they paid uh, fucking 15 years ago when the PS3 was big and they don't have the money to pay again, so it continues to be the PS3 anniversary. <laughs> you just have to seek it out now. Marriage Council keeps juicing them. The PS3s would increase in price dramatically in the secondary market because how are you going to find a new PS3? You can't to give to your spouse. It's like the diamonds. It's like the, the beers. It's like the, the, the beer. Uh, we just had a ten thousand <laughs> artificial. Uh, Our, oh, we, scarcity lab-grown ps3s <laughs> maybe we'll have to start doing those that's not a bad idea can't, uh, you can't catch them in the wild anymore no, that's no, no, for no, sure no. we've hunted them out well it's inhumane blood to find blood a PS3 ps3s yeah um you see the uh do you, do you have anything else to say about this song um uh, 1.5 speed oh yeah a little jazzier drums uh the drums became like finger snaps in the song sure um kev synth gets really fun Okay, like it, I'm into that. it goes all over the place, but you know, overall, not. I think the slower version's better. Okay, yeah. Did you see the live version? Mm, I did while they were live and they played it for That's us. Right, Kev alive six two twenty three. Uh, generic light show background. People freaking out during Jim's intro that he's gonna play a new song. Ed doing a little guitar dance, which is fun. Like he's uh, slow dancing with his guitar. That's it. That's all. Not very interesting. Not a great uh, example of it. Sounds better. Yeah, I mean, we get a we get a window into Jim's life, which is the same window we've gotten into Ed and Kev's life. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Because they spend a lot of it together. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. <laughs> you are right. They do. Like, I feel they? like the best thing that could happen to the bare naked to, to bare naked ladies is for them to it's take for a, one of them to die, or no, take a break <laughs> from the fucking band for five years, Gain some work on work on solo projects, sure. take some big. You can afford it. Take some big swings, and then come back and make a new album with like a new crop of weird shit that you've done. What would Kevin Hearn do for five years? He would produce 73 <laughs> albums. <laughs> he would come back with, 
I guess he would come back with more ideas probably, but he really would produce so many more albums. Yeah. I mean, what would Tyler do? Tyler would just sit like, you know that episode of Futurama where the dog waits outside the pizza shop? Yeah. I feel like yeah, that's yeah. what Tyler would do. He just sits there like, and then the the sun goes up and down. He's just sitting there with his drumsticks, just uh-huh. waiting at the drum set. And you see his beard start to grow and his hair start to grow. And then occasionally his like- Pizza boxes stack yeah, up on either his, side of uh, him. His partner and daughters will come in and like comb his hair. And then and then like the, then, then you hear the door creak open and the light comes back into his eyes as yeah. you see Ed's shadow fall across yeah. him. Yeah, man, what an ending. I You're needed. <laughs> I need to talk to you about the Bare Naked Ladies initiative. Was I a good boy? <laughs> um, yeah, but but Ed would fucking take up a hundred new dangerous hobbies. He would take up tasing himself and then write a song. He would become. It. He'd be in the new Jackass movie. Yeah. He, oh my god, that would rule. Hi, I'm I mean, Ed Robertson. This is Jackass. They're about to staple my balls <laughs> to my taint again. They did write a song for that. Um, uh, the uh, landed on my head. Uh, was that guys? Uh, Super Dave Osborne. Oh, Steve-O. No, su- fuck off. <laughs> Who? I mean, Super Dave Osborne Super, was kind of Super the, Dave like, Osborne, yeah. the jackass of 1981. But he, his thing was, I mean, he didn't actually do stunts. Yeah, that's His thing true. was he fucked up stunts and then they destroyed a mannequin. Yeah, I forgot. That is true. He wasn't a stunt guy. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. I mean, I loved Super Dave. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Oh. I mean, we talked about this already. We yeah. talked all about Super Dave. It was the cartoon show. Like, I remember yeah, the cartoon show on Fox, yeah, and I could too. watch uh, And I had no knowledge of who Super Dave was prior to that. Yeah, same. So. After we did that episode, uh, I did a little three-shot uh, with a character who had Super Dave's voice, and I destroyed my vocal cords forever. That's a... You know, when you take a big vocal swing gaming, that's that's just that's a... That's what I always do. I hate, playing, I hate playing this character. I hate playing this guy. Who is this guy? He's nobody. Who's this guy? Oh, now he's somebody. Now we're really talking, and this is a character I could do for, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 sessions. You know, you fucking cocksucker. This Boston guy, just aggro. Fucking, uh, your mom's a son of a bitch. Uh, oh, I love the dun- American runs on Duncan. Ah, donkeys. Donkeys. Pull you and get some donkeys. Hey. That's a, I don't know. That's a character. Um, all right. Anything else? Who day? Uh, nobody. Who day? Who day? The Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals? Who day? Uh, since when do you sport? Who day? All right. Uh, will you tell me what vampire movie this song is about, Ev? Yes, beloved co-host. <laughs> I will tell you. This movie is... This, Tony uh, Morrison. Tony Morrison? Yes. <laughs> yes, you're correct. Uh, this movie, uh, this song is, of course, about the 2014 vampire movie, Dracula Untold. <gasps> Ooh, okay. Is this a satirical take on Dracula? Nope. It's the one where they were trying to like soft reboot the Marvel monstrous universe. Oh. Like before the mummy, they had like they made like three stabs at like the Marvel like Dark Universe. Dark Universe. Dark Universe or whatever that was. And this was one of them, sort of abortive. They were like they hadn't they you could see the idea hadn't coalesced in their head, but they're like Right. But what about if there was all the monsters? Maybe we could make a let's just see what we got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I remember that. This is set in like fifteenth century Wallachia. Okay. So it's a historical epic uh about Vlad's transformation into the vampire. You got it's directed by Gary Shore. You got Luke Evans uh as Vlad. You got Sarah Garden as Mirena, his wife. And you got Charles Dance, Game of, Game of Thrones, Tyrion Lannister, or Tywin Lannister as Caligula, the okay. vampire. Oh, goodness. All right. So, yeah, I don't know if you know a lot about the 15th century in, like, the um, Southeast Europe. Not a fucking well, thing. Okay, so they're fighting with the Ottomans, right? The Ottomans are taking big swaths. The Ottoman Empire's, you know, on the, on the rise. So Vlad, little baby Vlad, uh-huh. is given as a hostage to the Ottoman court. 
He is raised by the Ottomans as sort of a hostage slash ward. Um, befriends their prince. He becomes a like one of their biggest generals and becomes famous for you know just committing genocide. Like you know impaling people and that's where he gets the name vlad the impaler okay this is in the movie this isn't in real life oh okay okay, okay. so um I mean, he did impale a lot of people in real life too but uh, um not like this uh so he he gets sick of he gets sick and he's like ah oh, i'm just so fucking tired of impaling people he's like takes a takes the marshmallow puts it on the stick sets it on fire and goes oh this is fucking great this is what i want to do with my oh life. my god he comes up with s'mores <laughs> I'm just kidding. oh shit i got so excited he just loves sticking so sticks and stuff alternate history of s'mores yeah so he uh he goes back to wallachia slash transylvania to rule with his like loving wife and his son uh-huh. um but uh-oh ottomans uh, come to visit uh, so usually ottomans. so the at this time the wallachia and transylvania are like an ottoman client kingdom slash subsidiary so they like pay tribute to them okay and they're like he's like okay all right ottomans all right mehmet sultan mehmet the second i got your silver i got your ten thousand pieces of your 30 pieces of silver i got it for you and mehmet's like oh no no little guy we're not coming for your silver. We're coming for your kids. Shit. So the Ottomans have this thing called Janissaries where they take kids from, usually they don't take them from like royal families and shit. They okay. take them from like the populace um, and, you know, orphans and stuff because a lot of people die back then and leave orphans. But, and they raise them as like, you know, not child soldiers, but they raise them as soldiers and they become, you know, just this uh, captive uh, sort of slave soldier sort of thing. So Flat says, um, I'm not going to give you the kids. Uh, how about you take me instead? I know you, I'm a, I'm a kick shit general. I can't wait to impale for you. Mehmet says, oh, no, no, no. Not only am I taking the kids, I'm taking your kid. Wow. Vlad says, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> no mercy. We're taking your son too. So Vlad's like, fuck, 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 fuck. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? He's exploring out in the jungle. Uh, not in the jungle. The, um, the mountains. Finds a cave. In that cave, vampire. Vampire kills all Vlad's buds. Okay. Charles Dance, like, I'm gonna get you. I'm, I'm a vampire. I'm real. So Caligula is a Roman, ancient Roman vampire cursed by a demon, lives in the cave, can't leave. But Vlad escapes. That's how the first. Is he the first vampire? Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's kind of implied. Okay. It's kind of implied. Okay. It's kind of implied. So, but Vlad, Vlad uh, escapes, but then he thinks back, in, like, when the, when the um, Sultan's asking for the kids, like, hey, wait, vampire make me mean powerful. Maybe Mimi go back and get vampire pet juice. Hey. So he goes back. Caligula bites him, turns him into a vampire, but. Here's the thing. You get bitten by a vampire. If you don't drink no blood for three days, you turn back to person. Oh. So you get like a vampire trial period. Oh. It's like when you get like a Casper mattress. Sure. This episode brought to you by Casper mattress. You get a 60-day <laughs> trial period. No more, no questions asked. You can return up to three mattresses. Uh-huh. Just use the code. Just use the code. Bin, bin, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. Hit no code. Uh-huh. And, get fifth, get, and you can buy any mattress at regular price. Okay. That's not bad. And then PayPal us $20. <laughs> so... Anyway, Vlad turns into vampire, comes back, fights the Ottomans with vampire powers, um, kicks the shit out of the Ottomans, but um, Mehmet actually trick him. So what, what Vlad does is he takes his people out, hides them in like a monastery, then he goes back, because he doesn't want to like, he doesn't want his people to know he's a vampy. So he goes back, fucks up all the Ottomans uh, with his vampire powers, comes back, but actually Mehmet had tricked him. He's a, he, the attack on the, the castle was just a ruse. He's actually, Mehmet knows that all the fucking people move because you can't move 10,000 people without somebody fucking seeing it, sure. right? That's not sure. how we do it. So he goes and he goes to the um, fucking uh, monastery, starts like kidnapping people, killing people, et cetera, et cetera. Vlad shows up, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Goes full vampire. Uh, but during the fight, his wife, Morena, is like trying to protect their little boy. Um, she falls off the cliff somehow or is pushed. I don't know. I don't remember smash on rocks 
Still alive, though. Vlad tries to fly down to save her. Can't. Too slow. Then he, uh, she's like, uh, you, you got to protect our son. Yeah, look, at, look, at, look at they massacred my boy. <laughs> huh? No. So Vlad, you know, in a fit of rage, drinks her blood, turns into a real vampire. Wow. 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 Okay. Goes back to his people, his surviving people. He's like, listen, we're going to fuck up the Ottomans. They're like, hmm, weird. Are you a vampire? <laughs> they know. <laughs> they somebody, know what a vampire is. They know what and... a vampire is because he's okay. like carrying silver to like weaken himself around them so okay. that he doesn't feel like the urge to drink their blood. Okay. Um, and so most of them are like, oh, fuck, fuck this guy, a fucking weird ass vampire. Um, and uh, the a couple of them are like, oh, fuck, we love vampires. Please let us serve you. Okay. So anyway, Ottomans come back, slaughter a bunch of people. Vlad's like, okay, fuck this. Turns all the survivors into vampires and is like, let's just, wow. go, let's just go fucking 60 days of night on these fuckers. Okay. So they show up at the Ottoman camp, fucking destroy everything. Ottomans have Vlad's son prisoner vlad's like you need to get the fuck out of here seriously everyone's gonna eat you Uh uh-huh son son runs away vlad's like okay well here's what i'm gonna do well what he had done i'm sorry take a step back what he had done is make clouds come over the he uses vampire powers to make it cloudy Uh so the sun wouldn't kill them because this is during the day so vlad uses his vampire powers parts the clouds kills all the vampires he's like okay we've done what we've come here to do i don't want to unleash a a vampire power a plague of that's a master vampire power fucking in weather this. manipulation <laughs> and he can also turn into a, like a lot of bats okay like, thousands <laughs> of bats okay. not just one thousands of bats um so he fucks up the ottomans then he's scared of the vampire so vlad sad want to die turns all turns sorry the vampires are all dying but then one of those little evil servants who came like i want to be a vampire drags him out gives him the blood saves him cut modern london oh Vlad sees woman. Looks like Marina. Her name is Mina. Uh-oh. Uh, 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 uh. Now he Dracula. But, mm, cut away. Caligula's watching him. Holy shit. Yeah, that's it. Enter the dark universe. And so they, uh, yeah, exactly. Like it was supposed to be like a, a lead into something. Or it wow. could have been. They're like, wow. why not? And then Samuel Jackson shows up and like, Dracula, we need you. For we the need Amer- you for the Bernigan Ladies <laughs> Initiative. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. You turn into a thousand bats. I capture two of the bats in a Kroger's bag. Mm-hmm. You turn back into a human. What do I have in the bag? Two pieces of like like okay, testicle it, hair. <laughs> it could be, but it could be like your fucking hippocampus. Like maybe I've gotten an important part. I don't think so. I okay. Feel like, I feel like the magic like always makes it bad. Like it when the magic reassembles you. If I'm thinking of the, it always reassembles the most important parts first. <laughs> okay. Like when you screw a thousand bats, you're like. You're dispersed among them, but you're not like, this bat is not your liver. Okay. Right? <laughs> All right. That's what I was curious about. So you come back bald? So, like if someone the, captures a bunch of them? How does the magic know that your testicle hair is not important? How does it determine? What is the least important part of your body, do you think? That's a question for the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> for the what? For oh, our commercials. commercials. Okay, great. Least important, important part of my body, um, I'm going to say like, probably f- like my finger. My, oh, gosh. Your appendix. I don't want to say like, I don't want to take my fingernails off. Yeah. But like. Probably, I'd have to say the part that I would most be okay losing would be like parts of my hair. Sure. Probably like, yeah, my dick hair. Your dick hair. Yeah, because like- Do you have hair on your dick? No, balls, ball hair. Okay. You know what I mean. <laughs> Big ball or butt hair. Werewolf dick. Body hair that isn't on my head. Sure. Is the one I would- Mine would be my clothes, because don't your clothes go with you? Are your clothes bats? Yes. Holy fuck. I mean, he does materialize with and without clothes. Like, yeah. With, with his clothes so on. So somehow your clothes turn into sentient bats. But it's like- when he turns into a vampire, he gets special vampire clothes. Like he's the clothes he's wearing when he becomes a vampire are different than the Got clothes it. beforehand. If I put on a hundred sweaters, would I turn into more bats? Yeah, that's incredible. Turn a ton, ton I of love bats. that. You turn into a ton of bats. Very cool. If you're carrying a big sign, you, uh-huh. that would turn into bats. <laughs> I love learning. If you're like driving a like Subaru, a 2014 Subaru Forester. <laughs> way more bats. bats. 
if I'm on a train, train the yep. fucking a whole thing train. turns into bats. Jesus Christ. So like, yeah, here's the thing. Like you eat a steak, steak turns into bats yeah. as soon as it's inside you. Yeah. Is it because it's inside me? If I put my tongue on like a I think, uh, pole? Yeah, I think it has to be like, I don't know, maybe, I think so. If we're using like the car, the, the car transmission theory. Okay, the car transmission. So like, yeah, if you, if you like, you've got a steak in your mouth, you're like, if you're licking a steak as you turn into a bats, right. steak turns into bats too. Sure. Or does it have to be Anoka's clothes? I don't know. Comes back as a vampire steak, though. Oh shit, dude, that's bad. <laughs> it makes other steaks near it less juicy. Uh, but isn't a steak what kills vampires? <gasps> what the? Fuck? <laughs> I just blew your mind. So anyway, it's a movie about love and loss and not having enough time, despite having all the time in the world. I'm loving loss. I'm, I'm loving loss. loss. I wanna buy a big roll dental floss. Oh, so um, yeah, it's about uh, basically Vlad turns into a vampire to protect the ones he loves, but also turning into a vampire is the only thing that destroys them. Okay, but also he didn't really have a choice because they were gonna destroy them anyway. Interesting. Uh, Vlad loves his wife, loves his son, tries to spend time with them, Thank sets his entire career aside to spend time with them. He's okay, not, he's not impaling people anymore. Okay, he's coming back Good for him. Murders aside, murders aside, he murders aside. He's a peace boy now. So uh, he, but he won't. In and this last cut, he won't let his love fade even after centuries. He sees the woman, who looks like his dead wife, wants to say goodbye. Just still longs, but can't. Still can't. So it's sad. It's sad. Wow, wow, what a movie! Do you like it? Is it good? I enjoyed it, but then I, I like historical epics. Sure. I think it aged well for me. The first time I saw it, I'm like meh, and then I watched it with a friend maybe uh, six months to a year ago. Yeah. And I'm like, I yeah, this is pretty fun. This was apparently not supposed to be the start of the Dark Universe. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Mummy is the start. This they were thinking like maybe Drac could make a cameo in the Mummy, and they were like, nah, never mind. Let's make uh, let's make the Mummy the Mummy. Um, That's what I thought. Like this was like a what if you know let's just let's just make a movie and see what happens. Parto. What if there was a Dark Universe? <laughs> um. All right, Ev. I think it's about time we rate this song. As usual, we rate the song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes the song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes, the better. As usual, Ev, we start with you. How would you rate this song? I'm getting into, like, uh, I don't want to say barbershop quartet, but like okay. like acapella, an acapella group. Okay. Because I like to sing. I like my sea shanties. I like that, you know? And as... As my as my child grows up and goes the oh, the year is <laughs> twenty thirty okay. thirty five somewhere in okay. there so I'm like in my I'm in my fifties okay my early fifties wait you're forty yeah early fifties early fifties so yeah thirty five we'll say I'm in my early fifties uh you know I've got way more time on my hand my kid is just in college like I'm kind of empty nesting and I'm like you know I always wanted to do music but you know I still play instruments and stuff so I could I could strum along on a guitar I could play some piano and we could do acapella. Although that's not what acapella is. But anyway, I, we could do acapella group. So I get my buds together. We have to decide on a uniform, though. Okay. What's our thing? Um, I'm sorry. When you're in an acapella group, like you kind of all have to dress uh, the same. Yeah, I guess you're right. Be it, you? be it you dress like fucking pirates. You dress like yeah. fucking wenches. You dress like... Yeah. Dude, well, your slick, brain is in a real... Like... Slickbacks. Slickbacks. Okay, sure. I just th- think of the acapella groups I've seen, and most sure. of them are either pirates, pirates or, or wenches. wenches. <laughs> right, got it. I mean, that's the, the medieval fair is where I see mostly acapella groups. Yeah, that's fair. I don't seek them out on my own. Okay. Um, or we could do like the Glee thing and like do different costumes, but we don't have that. I mean, we have money to do it, but you know, who wants to fucking change costumes? So we, we're trying to decide on a costume. Your kids in college, do you have money at this point? 
I like to think I saved well. Okay. All right. Yeah. Paid off my house early, saved well. Um, the government is not take government taxation, all taxations. Uh-huh. No. Um, yeah. So I've, we've saved enough money that the kid and the kid goes to like OSU and I still work there or something okay, like that. Great. So I, they get half off their tuition or whatever. I don't know. Something like that. Okay. <laughs> so college is cheap enough that I can afford to become part of, or maybe that's why I joined an acapella group because I can't afford like an instrument or anything. Okay. I just have time. Okay. I have enough time. Okay. I just don't have enough money. Right. So we get together and we sing. And we're like, hmm, what's our, what's our uh, outfit going to be? And I'm spitballing ideas, and I'm like, listen, I want to do, like, a 1960s doo-wop, but not racist. Like, I sure. don't want it to be, like, I, I know, we could do tucks and tails and stuff like that, but I don't want that. Let's let's do a little loosey-goosey. Let's do, like, a, um, I know we should do, how about, like, a, just a Hawaiian shirt? You know, like, a da- we could do, like, a, we could be, like, a dad, dad capella, okay. right? And so we sing, like, parody songs, but we make it about, like, Horror being dads. Oh, okay, got Being dads. We make uh-huh. it about, like, our life and, like, you know, just all the little fun Dilbert shit that we get into sure. on a day-to-day basis. Love that. And so we're wearing um, Hawaiian shirts unbuttoned to the, the first button. Not too much. You don't want to show too much hair coming out of there. Right. Uh, too much gray hair coming out of there. Um, probably, like, cargo pants or cargo shorts and then flip-flops. Which is like the rating I've given pretty much every fucking other song in this album. Okay. Shirt and shorts. It's fine. Okay. Serviceable. I like it. It's a that. long walk for the same rating. Yeah. Just like this song. I mean. Long walk for the exact same thing. The same fucking song even. Not just the same yeah. rating. So for me, uh, this song is, um, I wake up. The year is the year is 2023. This is tomorrow morning. Uh, so, for your listeners, that's two months ago morning. Oh my god, it's wild. We're banking them, baby. We're banking them. It's so look exciting. At look at us. Look Putting at us work. Look at us work. Bank, bank together. Put- <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> hey, I want to donate sperm, but like, uh, when we when we like, if anyone wants to use it, like. I want to go in with my good friend Saker, and I just we just don't want to know who the father's going to be. So you could could you if you could provide both of our informations and just be like it could be either. Yeah, maybe if you could like just we want to watch you put them in one cup and yeah. mix them up together, just so we just don't know. Well, we're going to do it on our own because you know like you go, they send you into that room to just like do your business. So we're going to go in together, uh-huh. and we're going to come out with one cup. Okay, I just want you to know that. But we'll provide all of our information, so it could be either six foot five blonde haired child. <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know whose it is. Could be mine. Could be Ev's. Um. So, uh, 2023, I wake up, it's a work day, I come down, I exercise on my exercise bike for a half hour, I go up, I take a shower, fuck, I did not realize what time it actually was. My alarm, I accidentally set it for a half hour later than I usually <gasps> do, I am like running behind, it is time for me to leave as soon as I get out of the shower, usually I have some time to relax, chill out for 10 minutes before I have to go, no, I gotta go this second. Get out of here, nobody wants you here! So I'm faced with a choice. My work clothes take too long to put on, right? Too long. So I either go in my undershirt, underwear, and socks, or I take the time to put on my button-up shirt and my slacks and my nice shoes, and I'm late. You know what? I value the education of these students more than I value my own self-preservation. So I get to school. I am in an undershirt. Looks like just a white t-shirt. I'm in my underwear. I have socks on. I'm struggling to carry everything without pockets and it's cold out because it's winter now. Listeners, as you're listening to this, I believe it's December, which is also oh, the day is the future for the year is 2023, but the day is like December 14th or uh, yes, something. That is correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, Far in the future. And it's, hey, can I have a picture of you from that day? No. <gasps> Every picture is in the past. <laughs> 
Uh, we have a picture from that day, but there's a person on it who I don't recognize that's <laughs> fading away as we speak. It's a very strange picture. Um, so yeah, so this is, uh, and it's cold out, right? So like, I look pretty naked, sort of naked, but it's uncomfortable uh, because it's cold and it's very weird in the context of the rest of the album. And like, I don't know. I feel like if all the whole album were like this, great. Maybe it would be, maybe we can make a movement where we just go against the principle. We, we stop wearing dress clothes forever. We're just comfortable. <laughs> but right now it's just me and I'm probably going to get fired. That's it. Great life. We'll be right back with more. It's all been done. A Bannock Ladies podcast. <laughs> Hey, Evan. What melts best? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. What a great question. Now, I think there's two ways to take this. Because what's the best melt? That's a bunch of chocolate chips. Throw those oh. in a bowl, hit that melt button. But they don't mm. melt best. I was thinking, best melt is like a fucking cheese sandwich. Oh, uh, Best melt is the uh, the hog father at Melt Bar and Grill in okay. Columbus, Ohio. Okay. That is the what's best. What's it got on it? Uh, Hogfather, I don't actually know that that's a real okay. they have. Uh, no, it's got it's a the, whole pig. It's the war pig. It's okay. Korean barbecue pork. It's coleslaw. It's pickled stuff. Mm. It's fuck some cheese on there. That's a good one. When does a sandwich change from being a melt to just a sandwich, like a, a, a sandwich with melted cheese on well, it? Well, now, that place is called melt, but I, you're right. I would argue that none of their sandwiches are melts. Yeah. They're all sandwiches. Correct. In fact, they might be... Hoagies. No, hoagies they are in a be. sub button. The melt, like, grilled cheese sandwiches are things that I enjoy, but it's something that can make really well at home. They're like 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 breakfast food too. I'm in the same like I'm in the, I'm in the same boat with those. Sure. Where it's like, yeah, I could go to melt. Like, I'll get melt. It's fine. But like I eat it and I'm like, I can make this at home. I can sure. make this just as good at home. Sure. I'm in a weird melt cycle where I ordered from melt and they fucked up my order. So they gave me a gift cards for the cost of my order. Uh-oh. And so I ordered with the gift cards and they fucked up my order. So they gave me gift cards for the cost of my orders, which have been in my wallet for a while but now. But do they, uh, like, do you still get to eat the order? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like I had to wait 45 minutes longer for it or like, you know, they my fries sucked or whatever. So, yeah, I, I mean, I always get it in some... <laughs> I get monkey pod. Uh, I get my melt, but it's not what I want. So I don't know. I just keep getting it. I'm in a melt cycle. Nice. It's a good cycle to be in. You got to have it. Uh, but I think what melts the best? Butter. Butter. Or ice. You know, classic melt? Ice. ice. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast sucks. <laughs> what do you think the best melt is? Ugh. Fucking Marjorie Taylor Green. Oh, this, this podcast does okay, not condone can, the melting of conservative lawmakers. I can fucking track your butter to margarine to Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Green logic down the road. You got it. I got it. I, I went A to I C. Did. I went A to C. I, you, you did. That was good. I liked it. Uh, sure. You think she melts well? I'd like to see it. She's the one who touched the guy's dick in Beetlejuice, right? <sighs> I'm. It, did she? <laughs> I think so. Or no, that's Lauren Boebert. I get all my fucking. She's the one who like no she vaped she vaped in Beetlejuice and she like, vaped in Beetlejuice and then touched the guy oh yeah 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 touched the guy's dick like I don't know she seems embarrassing as a I'm embarrassed to have her in the Congress yeah <laughs> no fucking kidding like, she's embarrassing she's embarrassing all of us can we just like listen I know you guys want to elect someone who's like a fucking rogue and a loose cannon and whatnot but I think you went too far <laughs> like I kind of don't know I want more public dick and boob touching right. Don't we want that to be accepted and normalized in culture? I do like that, like, when they asked her to leave, she was like, Do you know who the fuck I am? <laughs> yeah, right? I'm Marjorie Taylor Greene! You know what's fucking wild? 
It's Lauren Bobert. You know what's fucking Lauren well? Bobert? I think it was. Okay, that's fine. Um, it is fine. I... <laughs> Uh, what's fucking wild is how good the night vision cameras are in those theaters now. Yeah. They were, they, like, you can see it clear as day. And I like that uh, she didn't apologize until they caught her. Oh, <laughs> she yeah. She like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I guess I'm sorry that you caught me. I love that you're giving her the, uh... The oh, was she from Arizona or some Jersey shit? accent. I don't know, probably. That's regionalist of me, but yeah, I could give her an Arizona accent. Hi, I'm from Arizona. No. I'm from California. I'm from wherever the fuck I am from. You're doing a Midwest. What's Arizona sound like? Hey, I'm from Arizona. Okay. Hi, I'm I'm Lauren Bobert. I was in the Beetlejuice production of Beetlejuice. Hey, I, I, Evan wanted to get tickets to a production of Beetlejuice, but they were like $120 for just a fucking row seating. And now if you bring in like a partner and a kid, that's like $500 to go to see a theater. And that's just not a, that's just not feasible for like someone who doesn't make kind of congresswoman money. So I just went ahead and bought all the tickets and I sat there and I touched dicks. Vape and mean to the staff. I'm not an embarrassment. You're an embarrassment. All of America is an embarrassment. I'm Lauren Bobert. Bye. You guys ever been to Flagstaff? <laughs> uh, theater is inherently classist. Um, the fact that there's no movies, I could wait for a while and then I could rent it for $5. Yeah. A fucking theater production will never be able to be seen by anyone who doesn't have $120. Hamilton, they you did can, a film of. You can, was, they do, they do films. You can like see them, but it sucks. Like it's not. Why would I watch like people acting on a stage when I could watch people like in a movie with all the production values of a movie? Sure. Like, well, the, that, the, the home theater experience is fundamentally worse than the theater theater experience. Y- y- yes, but I also don't. Th- I think there are very few theatrical performances that get taped and put on whatever yeah that's fair hamilton was rare because it was just a cultural phenomenon i'll never see beetlejuice i don't think i'll never see adam's family they both seem cool yeah to see them yeah I mean, they're just expensive and i think that i mean you can go see like the community theater product you get what you pay for right yeah that's true and i understand like a lot of work and time and go into it and you gotta pay for the space too and i mean i don't know i don't know i it is inherently classist you know what else is inherently classist you know what else is inherently classist? No, Saker. Tell me what's inherently classist. <laughs> well, that would be the off-the-rails, derailed thing. That's right. Off-the-rails, the Patreon-exclusive podcast for Project Derailed oh, members. Oh, we got a Patreon. Oh, yeah, they got a Patreon. In order to view this content, you must be a member of the Project Derailed Patreon at $5 or more, and then you can become a listener. And if you're a listener, you can listen to three to six members of the Project Derailed server talk about fucking nothing. You're really selling this, bud. You're selling me on this. I can't wait. (laughs) Where do I sign up? You sign up on patreon.com slash Project Derailed. If you're already a qualifying Patreon member, please refresh this page to access this content. Nice. And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bannigan Ladies podcast. Now's the time in the show when we spin this big wheel and see what we're going to do today. Spin them up. Everything old is new again. Uh, score a scene from media with this song. Ooh, just wait. Five just wait. Okay. You know what? I would score, um, speaking of Jeff Whitmere, uh-huh. I would score that first scene with Final Destination. Where, like, you know, they just waited five minutes and they saw that that plane was going to blow up, right? Uh And so she's trying to convince all of her friends to stay back. 
before they board the plane and you can't get on. And then uh wasn't the first movie Devin Sawa, wasn't he the guy who saw the final destination? I don't fucking know. Okay. It's very possible. Famous Canadian actor, Devin Sawa. Ooh. Well, actually, not that famous. I was going to say, I've never heard of him before. You, you definitely have, because you watched the Final Destination movies. I don't... I must have seen the first one, because I remember it. Final Destination movie was fun, because it was like a serial killer, but it was just like an unbeatable serial killer who is who is the, <laughs> the, co- the concept of death. Yeah, yeah, that rules. I love that. Kind of like a Saw prequel, right? Yeah, oh, It was man. like a Jigsaw. I want to watch Saw. You want to watch all the Jigsaws, little guy? Oh, I do. You want to see Saw X? Wasn't the... I'm about to spoil Final Destination Socks. 5. You want to see the socks? Socks. Y'all want to see oh, the socks? Oh, I want to see the socks. Fucking this guy again, this character. Oh, here I am. <laughs> the Final Destination, spoilers, wasn't it a prequel to the first final destination but it's like a surprise prequel that you find out in the end like holy shit yeah there's i think it's like movie three or four takes place either exactly after or during the first movie like the events of yeah. that movie predicate the airplane blowing up or something like, yeah it's, it's what it's, causes it's a fun series i think we watched the first two and had a good time with them so. man okay i need to watch them yeah they're fun uh what would you what piece of media would you score with uh, just wait um, I would do like, you know, like where like Sully Sullenberg, the pilot who landed that plane on the Potomac or whatever, That's a good <laughs> like he's accent. like, he's like leaving his, uh, house and his wife's like, I packed you a lunch and he's like, okay. And then he just like goes out, but then he stops and looks back at her Yeah, played by Tom Hanks yeah. and he goes, wait, the wife? Both. Oh, okay. It's like oh, a, I it's love like a, this. It's, it's dual role. It's like an Eddie Murphy Hercules, thing where Tom, plays, Tom Hanks plays every sure, role. Sure. You know, he's just a really versatile actor. He's America's sweetheart. And he's on. his talents are on display. Has he ever played a woman? I guess he was in Bosom Buddies. Not playing a woman, but playing a man playing a woman. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. A lot of ways. To, he wasn't. He didn't like tootsie it up like Dustin Hoffman. No. But uh, I wonder if he played a woman in Cloud Atlas. If any of his reincarnations... Clad Atlas. Clad Atlas. (laughs) Clad Atlas. (laughs) Fun book. Not a great movie. I haven't read the book nor seen the movie. Oh, good book. Good book. David Mitchell. David Mitchell. Fun guy. How do you remember that name? Brother? (laughs) I don't... Considering how few things I remember from my life, I don't know how I remember that name. So in the Sully Sullenberg movie, he gets like a premonition, goes back, kisses his wife on the cheek, and that's where we're... We get a moment. We get a moment of tenderness there. Sure. Because we're going to see her on the phone. Because this is like a aughts movie. So we're going to see her on the phone four or five times getting progressively more frustrated and scared as Sully Sullenberg is put in more danger. Sure. But ultimately, he lands that plane like a hero. An American hero. Wow. Okay. And this is the gritty reboot where they're like terrorists on board too. Oh, nice. Okay. Is there a movie where the protagonist dies and we know that they're going to die? This could be a great death flag for them, is that they like look back and we hear this song playing. That's like every fucking piece of like, uh, you know, media where you know you get a you get a beat where they're like, "Hope I don't fuck up." Yeah, That's yeah. Like every media. Yeah, I think in most. Hope of those nothing they, happens to me. They survive though, don't they? I don't know, man. I know that the ones that come to mind are like the Japanese serial dramas I watch with your partner. Sure. Where you can tell when someone's gonna die yeah. because like their last scene is like. Oh well, I hope I hope we have a blessed <laughs> life together. Like every single time, they're like, there's like a death flag sure. for them. Yeah. It's- so would you would you uh, put this? Can you imagine you're watching fucking uh, Sae Chan and Sae Chan and yeah. fucking she's all of a sudden yeah, Jim's, no Sakura. Jim's doo-wop comes yeah. in the background if you're a Japanese J drama. The, the first the, the J drama we're watching now has like an 
Amer- either an American composer or somebody like a British because his name's Evan Call. Oh. So and he's been putting in a lot more like I mean it's still like a lot of Taiga stuff, but he's putting in like sort of like Nordic roots music, which has oh. been really interesting. I'm like, what the fuck is this song? That's I really like this. Oh yeah, it's the kind of music I like. Yeah. Rather cool. than just you know regular yeah, sort of Nordic orchestral shit. orchestral scores, but yeah, I suppose. Okay. I suppose. How about a cartoon? Let's score a cartoon with this. Oh, okay. Like, you know, like in Garfield and Friends where like John leaves for the morning to go to his like fucking deadbeat job and he like <laughs> looks back and Garfield goes, I hate Mondays, am I right? And John goes, yeah. Yeah, I, I hate him too. I mean, you've seen please, that meme. Please stop hurting Odie. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just, I understand he's an idiot. You got to make fun of him. Yeah. You got to be rude to him. That's fine. Just don't hurt him, please. And John just comes over and gives him a big hug. He's like, hey, I love you. I respect you. And he goes, you know, Garfield, you're 18 years old. <laughs> you died a long time ago. <laughs> just hugging this fucking taxidermied cat. cat. That's why Garfield doesn't move in any. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's rough. He's always just sitting in his blocks. You've seen the thing that the, jo- the... the reason Garfield hates Mondays is because he gets to spend the whole weekend with John. And Mondays are when John goes back to work. So, so you it's go. really just love for John. That, Perfect. Wow. Oh, that's sad. Because he doesn't work. With the fire. Why the fuck does he hate Mondays? He hates him. He just eats lasagna. Food. Yeah. Like, we could have been eating lasagna at Garfield the Children's Musical. Fuck, we should have We could have come with Garfield masks on, and we could have eaten lasagna, shoveling it into our mouths. Fucking idiot part. Two adult men coming alone to a children's musical, eating lasagna, just watching it, making real grunting and shoveling lasagna in our mouths. Playing the Garfield and Friends theme song on our phone as loud as we can. We're ready to party! party. (sighs) Oh, hope we answered your question, Wheel. Now it's time to answer a question from our friends, our fans, our silly little sluts. Here's a question from our friend, Matthias. Just like BNL. You're just hitting the same. That's what I do best. This whole album. You know what? I'm doing it in tribute to BNL. I'm glad that Matthias gave us a question for every song on this album. Isn't it nice? I mean, so we don't really. Listeners, we don't need your questions. (laughs) But if you do want to give them to us, please write us at it's all been done at gmail.com is that it it's all been done podcast at gmail.com yes that's correct um approx no that's a number question he gave us so many questions it's so nice listen boys i hear you're not getting enough questions how about this one here's 150 if well here's the problem though is that people aren't going to hear us asking them for more emails until december at which point we will have finished this whole fucking if each of the bare naked ladies Number one, this email is called Hello Friends. Hello Friends, I hope you're doing really, really well. I really miss you, Evan. Do you remember our time together back in high school? Yes, I do. When my fam- when you were part of my host, like you're my host brother, and you came to my family, and we watched. Um, I remember specifically the time when we were you were mad because we were watching some sort of fucking movie, and you like turned on the because this was back in the day when we had like cable, and you turned on the uh, um, scrolling thing that shows a th- shows the different Channel channels. Of course, yeah. yeah whatever. Well, it's different. It's different. You're from Boardman. I'm from Austintown. It's okay. Channel 35. It's, it's Channel 35. Okay. Turns on Channel 35, scrolls by, and he goes, Matthias goes, oh, Die Hard, a German movie. Good. What was it? Die Hard. Oh, <laughs> he's like, Did so that he, really he, happen? He put it on, and then he, uh, he, like, he like, he's like, oh, there are Germans in here. I'm like, yeah, there are Germans, but you're not going <laughs> to like them, and they're played by Brits. Uh, it says, uh, I hope you told the story about the time that I watched <laughs> Die Hard on your TV. Anyway. If each of the bare naked boys could choose a different name for themselves other than their own, what would it be? Thanks, Matthias. Wow. Donka. Matthias. Question. Donka. Donka. Well, let's see. 
Each of the Brandon boys. So let's start with Ed. If Ed could rename himself something other than Ed, I think it would be Emperor Ed. Emperor. <laughs> well, he wants to be sort of down to earth. So it's like, uh, just like your excellency, Ed. Oh. His, his excellency, Edward. No, you know, I feel like it would be like Johnny Feelgood or some yeah. like sort of <sighs> like, like a classic greaser name, but also very down to earth. Johnny has got to be the first name, I feel like. I don't know. What yeah, do you think? I don't know. I, I, mm, yeah. I feel like it, it'd be something wholesome, right? Yeah. Like, I think it is Johnny Feelgood. George, I mean, George Washington Robertson. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah. George Washington good guy. <laughs> that's pretty good. Mr. Plain. Mr. Plain. And then he fucking shreds and people are like, your name is Mr. Plain? He's like, yeah. You know, or it could be like, he's, good. he's like, changing my name to Mr. Natalie Herbert because I want to oh, take a stand against the uh, people who still think that the wife that's should take the entire good. front name of their, their husband. I love you that. You know, it's like one of those things that never really happens anymore. Right. But happens occasionally. Yeah, right. And it's one of those like things that like boomers feel like they need to take a stand against. Yeah, agreed. Like, okay. that's, it's a progressive boomer issue. Yes. <laughs> or a, gen, a progressive Gen X issue, I should yeah. say. Because uh, boomers still did it. What about uh, Ty? Ty changes his name to Animal. Okay, that's good. Ty changes his name to Grief Party. Beast Boy. Oh, Beef Angler. Oh, he changes his name to Loaded Fries. Loaded Fries? <laughs> I am what I eat. I feel like... And he, I make no apologies. I, I feel like the way he would change his name is the way that like a six-year-old would change his name. So he's going to be like Shadow Wolverine or something. Just or, like, uh, like Sparkle Unicorn Pixie, which is what my kid changed sure it. but i feel like he's on the other side of it he's on the grim dark uh, yeah he's like he's like oil slick yeah spike yeah like uh, dragon nightmare oil slick yeah uh buzz spike explosioneer crowbar brick face that's okay so we got mr plane and crowbar brick face these are good all right jimmy what would he call himself I feel like Jim is going to get real technical with his name. Oh, see, I thought his name would be like Zip Zap Cabido. Cabido, <laughs> <laughs> getting all loosey goosey. Yeah, like he would just put put together. I, I think his name. I I couldn't possibly come up with it, but it'd be fun if his name was like a musical pun. Oh sure. Well, a pun on what? Just like a a, a key change or something like that. Something that like somebody who is good into good in music theory would be like. They'd say his name out loud and then they go. <laughs> okay got it got it got it you know it. because like a sharp transitions to a you know sure so what if oh, his, his name... name is a uh, the devil's what's that fucking monk uh the medieval musical theory where it's like the the devil's triad or something like that where it's like three notes that are like so disharmonious that like everyone hated them oh and i forget what it's called but so, anyway so his name should be like kevin the devil's three, his name's the devil's threesome <laughs> oh okay all right <laughs> Uh, so what we were either Devil's Threesome or Zip Zap Squibibius or something. Uh, okay. So what about Zip Zap Threesome? Let's combine our ideas. Okay, great. The Devil Zip Zap. The Devil Zip Zap. Okay. Okay. If that's where we're going with this. Yeah, sure. Right. I like it. And Kev, I feel like his name would just be. (laughs) His name would be. You call me whatever you want. It doesn't matter. We're all just people inside. Sure, sure. He actually just kind of mirrors the name of whoever he's talking to. So long as you don't say it too loud, it's <laughs> fine with me. So his name is Evan and or Saker in this scenario. Yes. Yeah. So here are the new members of BNL. Mr. Plane, <laughs> Crowbar Brickface, The Devil Zip Zap, and Evan. <laughs> That's good. I like it. That's good. They did the well. New- 
the new BNL. The new BNL. Uh, what was it? E-Girls Vaping? E-Girls Vaping. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. Oh, so this is E-Girls Vaping. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Uh, we were so much funnier back in the day. Yeah, I know. What have we? <laughs> what we just sort of settled us? into our middle age. <laughs> All right. Hope we had Every episode of our this. show is exactly the same. <laughs> Ebo. Here I am. Here you are. Here I am. Um, What kinds of things are you happy about? Hmm. I'm grateful for my family, uh-huh. my job, which uh-huh. is hopefully quieted down by December. Uh-huh. I'm grateful for my good friend, Sacred so Child sweet. or Mild Papist. I'm grateful for uh, my good friends and my good community that have, have rallied around me in this time of struggle. Uh-huh. I'm grateful that uh, it was a mistake. That everyone recognizes, you know, I'm I'm human and it's I'm just grateful I didn't do it on purpose. I'm trying to say what I'm gonna be grateful for in December. Sure. Oh yeah, it's, it's hard. like the two months from now. It's so, hard. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm sure. grateful. I'm grateful for the award uh-huh. that I was given. Sure, prestigious sure. award. Sure. I'm grateful for my lottery win, which uh-huh. I was allowed to collect anonymously so that no one no scammers are gonna come after right. me. I'm um, I took the I took the lump sum, obviously. Finally conquering my constipation. <laughs> oh shit! My month long. Yeah, that's a rough poop one. Blocker. Yeah, I mean, pooping is hard sometimes. Brother. Literally and figuratively. A ten inch long, three inch diameter poop came out of my son yesterday. I don't know how it was inside. You measured it. Him. I mean, no, I'm eyeballing it. But <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's a fucking champ. He's a champ. He can hold his poop like a champ. Oh, what a good, what a good. This, that's the like. I need to go home. Okay, well, why? I have to poop. Okay, well, we'll go home, and then we can come back, buddy. We no. can't come back. <laughs> like it's gonna take us a while to get home. Well, then I can hold it. That's like the. That's like the danger. Like, can you? Uh, Are you sure? You needed to go. Uh, this is December fifth. Do you have anything you're plugging? December 5th, December 5th, I think one of my... Remember, black... remember. December, September, <laughs> when Sully landed the plane. I do not remember another December. Remember. I could not remember again. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think one of my Black Library stories is coming out for yes. their Black Library... Um, what's it? Fucking advent calendar or something they do. They do like 12 oh, stories cool. for the 12 days of Christmas. Oh. I think I have got one of the story in there. It's a short story? Short story. Uh-huh. Who's it concerning? Uh, I can't talk about it now. It's I'm still... December 5th. It's out. Oh, it is, it's not out probably yet. Oh, okay. But right. yeah, it's about a human, a, a okay. person. Maybe you could talk about it next week. Yeah, Maybe not. Been, I, don't okay. know, I don't know exactly the date. Okay, it's coming. I just mind. know it's coming out in December. All right. I'm still working on my album. That's all. You did it. I don't know what it's... Maybe it's out. It you won't be out You could be year. done by now. I bet it's not out to the new year. We'll see. We'll see. Anything could happen in 2024. 2024 is a year of our inescapable destiny. Mick World! <laughs> All right. I'm Evan. <laughs> I'm Saker. And we'll Mick see you again. <laughs> Bye. Good ending. <laughs> <laughs>